Montgomery, Joe Buck from San Gervasi. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from the 12th of October, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. On Monday the 9th, the Venice Commission of the Council of Europe issued a follow-up opinion on Georgia's organic law on common courts. This law defines the system and organization of common courts in Georgia, the legal status of judges, procedure for their recruitment, appointment, and discharge, and also guarantees their social and legal protection. Commission welcomed some amendments, but noted that the authorities have not addressed previous recommendations. Namely, the commission urged the authorities to pursue a comprehensive reform on the High Council of Justice, the supreme oversight body in charge of regulating the judiciary, which is necessary to address extremely well-founded allegations of lack of integrity. The commission said that, quote, minor or technical amendments to the law would not meet this recommendation, end quote, adding that the reform process should be thorough and inclusive, involving all relevant stakeholders, including non-governmental organizations. Other key recommendations included circumscribing the broad powers of the High Council of Justice when transferring judges, revising the procedure for suspending judges, and enhancing the binding nature of Supreme Court decisions. The opposition criticized Georgian Dream, or Otsneba, for not adhering to the Venice Commission's recommendations, which will likely affect the EU's decision on Georgia's EU membership candidate status. Speaking of laws, here's an update on the law of assemblies and manifestations. Last week, we talked about the amendment to the law that prohibits setting up temporary shelters during parliamentary sessions. Noncompliance can lead to fines, imprisonment, and other penalties. On Thursday the 5th, in response, the amendments activists protested outside the parliament, urging the president to veto the legislation. Public defenders said that the amendments were a violation of the right to freedom of expression, according to the administration of President Salome Zurabashvili. She will veto the law as she vowed to reject any resolution that goes against democracy and EU values. On to international affairs, on Sunday the 8th, Ilham Aliyev, the Azerbaijani president, visited Tbilisi and met with Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili to discuss supposedly strategic collaboration in energy, transport, and logistics. They emphasized ongoing projects like railroad modernization, the Anaklia port construction, global security concerns, prospects for a peace treaty with Armenia. President Aliyev talked about trilateral cooperation involving Georgia, Armenia, and Azerbaijan. No formal mention of the fact that the Azeri army just retook Karabakh and created over 100,000 Armenian refugees. But we're guessing that came up in private. On Thursday the 5th, Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili attended the European Political Community Summit in Granada. He talked about Georgia's progress towards meeting the conditions for EU candidacy. According to the government's press release, Prime Minister Kharabashvili emphasized the importance of granting Georgia candidate status by the end of this year, which is extremely unlikely to happen. Having real business to attend to, no EU leaders had any substantive meetings with him. Although some expressed vague support for Georgia's eventual EU membership, they all demanded that Georgia fulfill the 12 conditions, which have not been met. Viktor Orban, Hungary's prime minister, who every leader in the EU hates, and who is the leader Kharabashvili has the closest relationship with, said that Georgia should have been granted candidate status already. All the public statements by EU leaders talked about the candidacy of Ukraine in Moldova. Georgia and Kharibashvili were ignored at the meeting. On Saturday the 7th, Georgian senior officials, the president, prime minister, and foreign minister condemned the terrorist attack 
on Israeli civilians and expressed support for the state of Israel. President Salome Zurabashvili said that the private Georgian airline company Georgian Airways needs to take social responsibility and help its citizens in Israel return home safely instead of creating additional barriers and artificially increasing prices for flights for people in desperate situations. Lasha Zhvania, Georgia's ambassador to Israel, said that different aviation companies operated five flights from Israel to Georgia. He also said there are no casualties among Georgians and that the embassy hotline works 24 hours in case Georgian citizens need help. On Saturday the 7th, Mika Melia, former chairman of the National Movement, or Natsebi, stated that the injustice, immorality, and lack of values that informal leadership promote have split the party. He mentioned that informal governance within the party made it impossible to fight against the regime of Ivanishvili. The implication is that the informal leadership of the Natsebi is Dato Kezadashvili, former defense minister during Misha's government, who has influence in the party because he made a ton of money under Misha and afterwards via internet scams in the UK. He's not officially a national movement member. Melia met with party members and associates at the Biltmore Hotel and decided to meet in different cities to unite party supporters to get rid of the informal leadership. Melia said that the party has been disintegrating for nine months due to what he calls this informal governance, which serves Bidzina Ivanishvili's interests. He said he will continue to hold meetings with Natsebi members in Kutaisi and Batumi, among other places. On Friday the 6th, the Minister of Education's selection process for school principals sparked protest among public schools in Samagrela region. Protesters mainly focused on the process's unfairness, which prioritizes political affiliation over qualifications. The principal position has only one candidate in nearly 927 Georgian schools, and elections have not been scheduled in 350 schools. Protesters demanded the reinstatement of the previous principals, who they see as more qualified. Current principals say that the government pressured them during the last election, asked them to collect votes, and now the ministry has not even listed them as candidates for the positions as principals. Principal in Kurtzki, number one public school, has been denied the opportunity to work at another school, possibly because they didn't follow the government's instructions during the last election. For those unaware, almost all schools are polling stations and using school principals who become the chairs of the polling stations to influence election outcomes is an extremely common method to cheat in elections, particularly in Georgia. It is what Otsneba is trying to do now in preparation for the parliamentary elections in a year. On Tuesday the 10th, Georgi Amil Kharvari, Minister of Education, announced plans to update all vocational education programs across the country. Ministry will offer a new plan with mandatory modules for general education and will revise the programs and qualifications within a two-year period. The idea is to switch to a new financing model based on achievements. Students in the 10th through 12th grades will have the opportunity to acquire vocational education in addition to general education courses to find employment within the labor market. Amel Khvadi said the aim is to equip all 202,100 schools with updated programs, qualifications, new priorities, and a new funding model. On Tuesday the 10th, Levan Davidashvili, economy minister, and Ahmed Al-Zaidudi, state minister for foreign trade of the United Arab Emirates, signed a new economic partnership agreement. Davidashvili said the deal aims to increase investment, trade turnover, and economic growth. The agreement will provide 98% of Georgian products access to the UAE's 10 million consumer market and eliminate or significantly reduce tariffs on goods, services, and investments. 
On Friday the 6th, Business Media Local Business and Economic Portal said that in 2024, the Ministry of Infrastructure will have an annual budget of 3.35 billion lati, which is about 1.2 billion U.S. dollars, an increase of 20 million lati, or about 7.5 million U.S. dollars compared to 2023. Central government plans to finance 62 different investment infrastructure projects, construction of the East-West Highway, which has been under construction forever. It has three sub-programs. It's the largest infrastructure project with a budget of 1.2 billion lati, or 450 million U.S. dollars. The Kusheti-Kobe Highway construction will come in second place with 300 million lot or 115 million U.S. dollars. The Asia Development Bank and the European Bank for Reconstruction Development, the World Bank, will fund most of these projects to some degree. On Monday the 9th, the Ministry of Defense announced a competition of the Mahata Mountain Apartment Project near Tbilisi, which was launched in October 2020. Ministry allocated these residential apartments to military personnel through a lottery-based system, proving the living conditions for officers, sergeants, and master sergeants. The government-funded Army City Project encompasses 39 seven-story buildings on Mahata Mountain with almost uh, 1,100 apartments. Military members had the opportunity to purchase living spaces of 50 square meters for two to three members, 80 square meters for four people and 110 square meters designed for five or more people at interest-free rate installments. Army personnel paid $100 U.S. per square meter. And that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You ever wonder who these Rorschach people are and why they care about what's going on in Georgia? If so, head over to our website, find out more about us and the other stuff that we do. You can read all about the organization, other projects we're carrying out, other podcasts we do. Something catches your eye, you have any questions, reach out. You can find all the contact information on the website. Link in the show notes. Knock bombies. Knock bombies.